welcome to <laughs> this is all your life that's fantastic <laughs> meaning it's it's all your fucking life who gives a shit um no big deal overcoming the bullshit to open your heart and mind with janice corsano and holly corsano again because of all the crazy i know <laughs> and the time thing by god i think I the tired thing i don't know the tired thing i'm exhausted all the time now yes me too extra exhausted so me just too. giving everyone a heads up the ascension symptoms and the extra ex i can't now i can't talk either <laughs> and the what extra exhaustion has been a, a little intense lately yes <laughs> i was not a napper now i'm a napper i'm a big fan of the nap Unfortunately, it mostly is at night and takes the place of my sleep. Yes. But, <laughs> but the point being that if you can lay down during the day, you would. If you have time, you, you'll take naps. Yeah, that's true. You would do that before. Yes. I did not. No. So the napping thing, it's more of a fallover thing. It's not a, I'm not sure if it's actual napping. I think my body just goes and falls over. <laughs> but the, the tired and the... The um, headaches and the ringing in the ears and the dizzy and the nausea. I'm like, okay, enough already. I know. And then the then we got some allergies with the weather's 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 changing. A little the little on the allergies starting again. Yep, I noticed that this morning too. Yeah, a little on the allergies. And today is first day of fall. It's the equinox. Oh yes, yes, that is true. Which is you know a lot of we have. I'm not sure if anyone's noticed, but we've been having a lot of intense energy and a lot of um, changes, you know, keep coming and they're coming more and they're coming faster. The um, equinox also is a, a time of an ending because it's ending summer and now it's a new beginning into fall. So there's also a lot of things that are coming up from that. And then um, in two days from now, which today's what, Saturday, um, on the 24th, we have the full moon. The full moon is also another part of ending, so that's, you know, helping with beginnings. And we're trying to end and purge all of the old stuff. So you tell, you tell, because um, I'll talk about a bunch of it from, mm -hmm. but purging has been intense lately. And yes. we need to be purging so we get all the old stuff up. So I've been hearing it a lot. I've been hearing it a lot, um, you know, from myself and from clients. Now, a lot of people are having it in their dreams where they'll see, you know, like either old relationships they haven't even thought about in years or situations that will pop up that mm -hmm. they haven't thought about in years. And or they'll be walking around and thoughts will just pop into their head about things that happened a long time ago or something will come up to trigger those and they'll go back there and have to like relive them again. And as they do... Um, because mine was being triggered. Some of them were being triggered by situations that were happening that they were being triggered to a past, you know, thing that happened a long time ago. Um, and I was like, oh, this is the same. This is what it's doing. And it's, it's, you know, like bringing it up so you could see it and start to get the theme. And a lot of it is it makes you feel stupid. It's like, so what was I thinking? <laughs> like, what was right. I thinking? I'm trying to remember if, like, I, cause I, because I, I, this is the thing that I've noticed, too, is 
I'm, I've been feeling really forgetful, mm-hmm. which is normal. I mean, norm because I'm so busy all the time. Like, I just feel like I skip steps sometimes. Um, yeah, but the forgetful is a little higher, and I get asked constantly about the Alzheimer's and the dementia. And is that, is that an ascension symptom? No, I'm kidding. Well, no. it's an ascension symptom of the, you know, your memory. Yeah. You know, like being forgetful. Um, I, I actually don't mind it because I feel like I forget things good and bad. Right, I was going to say, but the forgetting is not necessarily bad because there's there's things that would need to get rid of. Right, so right. So if we forget those, that would be good. Right. So that we could put new, like the new beliefs, the new thoughts, the higher vibration thoughts, you know, the the feeling better, knowing you're connected, you know, being more connected to your higher self and to spirit would be the, right. the, the nice thoughts. Right. If you can forget the other ones that right. keep you, you know, stuck. Well, but actually, well, that's interesting, though, because, like, okay, so we haven't done a podcast in a little while. Yeah, we're behind. We're behind. Sorry, oh. sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, between... It's Holly, Holly. It's, all, it's, it's my Holly. fault. So, on the new moon, la- this past new Which moon... Which is also a very big, a uh, very big one. But yep. As um, far as making changes and Yeah. I was in Sedona. I was lucky enough to be in Sedona. You were, you guys. That was so nice that <laughs> you guys on that day landed in Sedona. Yeah. On the new moon day. Which is awesome for stargazing too because you can see the Milky Way there. But anyways, besides the point. Um but for being able to tap into that energy and like just experiencing the vortexes and just it was very helpful to go to a place that was very different than where I normally live to actually really, it gives you a lot of clarity and being like, oh, okay, like, these are things that I feel as a person as opposed to me, this person, having those feelings personally, if that makes sense. say that again. So what I mean is, okay, for example, like, here, like, in my home, I feel one way, or felt one way before I left. Yep. Going to Sedona and leaving the East Coast, mm-hmm. going to a place that you have a lot of clarity in. Well, Sedona is a little bit of a different place because I've right. been yeah. there, so I know what the energy feels like. But having the contrast of being like, okay, I don't have any of these feelings when I'm at this place. And then when I come home, they come back. They're different, but they come back, meaning there's... There's you, a bunch of different things. Right, but it gives you clarity to be like, oh, okay, like... Did this it help you to see what isn't worth having? Right, yes, exactly, yeah. So that's, so the, the thing that I was, like, the point that I was trying to make is it gave me a lot of clarity in realizing what things are things that I just associate with me as a person, not actually things that are me. So, like, all this book work that I have sitting on my desk over here mm-hmm. is the same book work that I've had the whole time before I went, after I went, still here, hasn't I changed. I know, it looks the same. Looks exactly the same. But I am, like, not giving it any power now. Exactly. And I'm, like... Because you, know, you and I talked about... that. We've talked about this on the podcast many times. Right. About you and... If you set the energy of the book work being easy and stuff and start doing something different and see it differently it gives you a different perspective on it because you're making it hard because you believe that it's hard. So going to Sedona, you've got a different perspective from being able to see it from a higher perspective of I'm giving it the energy. Right, yeah. So when I came back and I saw, I still don't like that my desk is cluttered. Like I physically 
it, I don't, I'm not happy about it, but I'm not giving it the energy of, oh, I hate this, and this is so frustrating, and it's just one more thing to do, and it, you know what I mean? Like, it's just that, but just having those thoughts of the lack of being, it's just, I'm already, like, setting myself up to do a bad job at it before I even start. Yep. Um, yeah, because you're saying it already. Right. And you feel it strongly, so you're... You come in with the attitude of it's mm-hmm. hard and it sucks and I don't want to do it and it's a mess and my desk has to get clean and I don't have enough time and it takes me too long and right. all the all the things all right. the things and now when I look at it I say oh my accounting stuff requires a separate day it is a separate job I will schedule that in and it will not be stressful because I will actually give it the time that it deserves because it is its own thing. Instead of trying to cram it in at the end of the thing that it doesn't make any sense to do because it's an actual like job that requires a certain amount of time, hence why I'm usually stressed doing it because you would be sabotaging. Oh like, yeah, it's exactly. like setting yourself up without realizing that you're setting yourself correct, up. Correct. Correct. Yeah, and and and, it's and everyone does it. I do it all the time without realizing it. Right, and that's like across the board with like timing. Like for me, I'm. I have a tendency to be 15 minutes late, like clockwork. At least I'm consistent, but still. It's the 15-minute late thing, so what I've been doing is telling myself that I have to be somewhere 15 minutes sooner than I actually do, but then I actually really shoot for it and don't be like, oh, but I actually have 15 minutes extra. Like, I forget. I, like, really stick to it. So are you on time now? Yes. Unless it's a unless it's a work thing, then I'm good and I'm on time. But yeah, you're always on time for it. But if it's a social thing, like if I'm trying to do a social thing, um, that's where I tend to be like, oh, I just have to, let me just do this one more thing, and then I'll get caught up, and then that's when it happens. Um, now, do you see the kind of crazy we have to do to actually be there on time? Right. I have to tell my... You just said I have to tell myself 15 minutes sooner. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> right. And this is why. It takes a certain amount of time that I don't realize I need to get some things done. Like, I'm not thinking about how long it takes me to put my shoes on and get my coffee and right, get all start the things my car that you're and doing. put my purse in. And like, like, that whole, like, time it takes from when I'm, like, I'm ready to go to actually leaving is about 15 minutes, I've realized, over the years that I've been very late. <laughs> well, that's how you end up with 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So that Because you say, I'm going to leave... And then it takes 15 minutes, and then you're leaving on the time you should be leaving. I mean, you're leaving on the time that you um, should be there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, well, this is ridiculous now. I'm like, what? And every, it's like a joke now. Like, me and another friend of mine are always consistently late, and if we both have to be somewhere and we're together, people are like, oh, geez. Oh, well, guys, well. <laughs> we know that's what's happening here. <laughs> that means, are you both later then? If you're both going together, or are you still 15 minutes? Um, I, I think we're usually both just 15 minutes. Like, we, since you're both consistently 15 minutes, if you're together, are you still both consistently 15 minutes, or does it become even later? I think it depends. I think it depends what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, just checking because it's funny because. Mm-hmm. It is 15 minutes, so usually both of you would do 15 minutes. Yeah. So then if you're together, I would think it would be the same 15, but it can be, it can change. Yeah. But it was funny, though, because um, that's who I was going to uh, Sedona with, and I came to her house, and she was like, be at my house at 
five in the morning, so that's what time we have to leave, or whatever time it was. And I'm like, all right, I'm there at, like, 4.45, because, like, I'm all excited, and, and I, like, pop my head in, and she's like, I ran out of time, I didn't get to juice my celery, I had to throw it out, <laughs> or whatever she was doing, or her cucumbers, or something. She's like, I hate this, I, I'm so, I wish I didn't get to, I want, I don't want to waste the thing, you know, like, she was, like, cracking me up. I was just like, you were trying to get a lot of stuff done this morning, I'm very impressed, <laughs> like. <laughs> she was going to juice? Yeah, she wanted, because she didn't want her vegetables to go bad, so she was going to, like, juice it and, like, try to drink it, like. All of it? Well, not all of it. <laughs> <Before> she <left. laughs> She's maybe like, I don't know what she was, I, I don't know, but I just got a kick out of her. I'm like, and this is why we're late. <laughs> because we don't want to waste things. We're trying to get all the things done, and then it's time to go, and then we're in the middle of doing the thing, and I'm just like, I see I see you. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> I see how I do this. Yeah. Well, that's good, because then mm-hmm. it's important to see. But, but what did you learn being in Sedona? How did you learn it from there? Because the energy is very different. It's very calm and way slower. But the, the vortex okay, energy, well, so the vortex energy has a very calming, you know, has yeah. more calming. I actually feel like, so um, in Sedona, the people that um, live there will tell you that uh, they call it slow dona. Mm-hmm. Um, so slow dona is just that. <laughs> it's very nice. Goes slow. Yeah, it goes very slow. Everything closes by like 10 p.m. So. Um, because it was funny when I was there, I remember thinking like. Can these people move any faster? Instead of realizing, at, you know, right in the beginning when you get there, I was like, can these people move faster? Oh, yeah. Because I was going for an intense class, and there was things we had to get and stuff, and it was like everyone was moving so slow. Mm-hmm. And then being there for a couple of days, then you start to get in the slower moving, and I was like, oh, this is so much nicer. Right. And, well, I was realizing, too, so when I was there, because it was very, like, the point of going there was very intentional to have to have like clarity and to work on you know like kind of like connecting yeah work on like connecting and grounding and just feeling myself and kind of you know like tapping into source and yeah 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 exactly yeah and um when i was there too i'm like what am i supposed to be feeling like am i do is you know, and I was whatever uh, you're feeling is what right, and that's the thing is like I felt I kept felt I was feeling like I, I wasn't sure if I was like, doubting myself and if I was like, even like doing it right or like connecting. But right see, that's what's so cool about there isn't one way, right? Mm-hmm. So we tend to think there's a certain way, but if you just let go and say okay, and ask for okay, if you're asking for it, right? Help me to connect in. After you're protected, make sure you're protected. Always yep. calling your always high light guides, yep. you know, your white light guides. But help me to connect or help me to get in touch with or help me to whatever it is that you need help with. And just let yourself feel the experience. Like not having an expectation of what it should feel like is really what I mean. Like the idea that, that we think it's supposed to be a certain thing is how we screw it up. Right. Right. It's supposed to be like this is what I think I'm supposed to feel versus let me just feel what it feels like. Because I didn't know what it was supposed to feel like. I didn't either. Like, no one does. But you just go have the experience. So I would just sit there. Now, we we just got to go in the morning to the vortexes for, like, 15, 20 minutes. I could have sat there all day. They would they would have to come find me because I'd be off somewhere mm-hmm. and <laughs> sitting in, in, you know, like, on the ground or whatever. And, like, kind of be taken away. And they would always find me. And they'd go, um, we're, we're going. I'm like, that was 15 minutes or 20 minutes already? 
I know. It goes by fast. It was so fast. I was like, that. oh, okay. All right. I could have just sat there. They could have found me there. I would have not moved, I don't <laughs> think. And, you know, at the end of the day, just send me the notes on the class, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But that's what was so interesting about how easy it was to feel mm -hmm. like you could just chill and connect there because that's the energy in general. Like, it does slow you down. Like, it yeah. It slows you down in a good way. Yes. You know, and and does and what does that help you see? It's going fast that you miss everything. It's going fast that you, you know, don't get to have any reflection to see how you're doing this. And that's what all this purging that we're talking about is about. It's like it's coming up because it needs to. And people don't want to see it. And everyone's moving so fast and time's going so fast. And it's more like, no, it's coming up because there's stuff that still needs to be purged and you can't go through and they always show it to me like this it's like you can't go to the higher vibration wearing the backpack and go through the little needle right because they keep showing me like a um, sewing needle right and you see like the little needle and it, you see like a person trying to go through wearing a backpack right and here's the backpack it don't fit Right. It's like you could fit, but you got to take that backpack off, and that backpack's all your garbage, right? All the old programs, all the way you've been taught, all the way you see the world, all the supposed tos, all the you know things that you think you did wrong or you should have done right, or how stupid you are, or what the hell are you doing this for? Or you did that mistake twenty-five million times, and you didn't learn yet. What the fuck's wrong with you? You know, I'm stupid. I'm this. I'm like all the wonderful things that we tell ourselves, and you can't go through it. So it has to come off. So what it's trying to do is help you take it off. Now, the difference would be in the, in the um, analogy they show me, the backpack is like you could just take it off. Yeah. The way that it's working with people is apparently we can just take it off. We don't just take it off. We have to go through a lot to get it off because we've been, it's a program that says this is how you're supposed to be. We don't know it's a program. We think that's the way it's supposed to be, right? That's the belief. It's, if you really believe something then it's true to you, and that's how it, you experience it in your life. Right. When you start to understand that, that just because it's a belief um, means that you're experiencing it. If you believe something different, then you will experience something different. Mm -hmm. So to take the backpack off looks really simple in the <laughs> analogy, but it's not as simple when you go to do it. It's kind, of, it's kind of funny. And it is, like the way they show it to me, it is. But we are still working on trying to get there. And as we go through these... Um, portals that we're going through and these, you know, like getting pushed through these higher vibrations, which is what this energy is doing, like bringing us to higher vibrations. Mm -hmm. It's starting to get a little bit more clear as we're getting, being pushed through all, all of our stuff. It's I've like been noticing that actually. The clear? Clear, yeah. The other morning, um, maybe like three days ago, I, w I was feeling that it felt kind of calm in a little more clarity. I was texting you. I was like on my way to New York. I think I was on the oh, yeah. train. Mm -hmm. And normally on the train, I don't feel that going into New York. And when I get into Grand Central, it was interesting because normally I, I feel, I mean, obviously I'm still feeling New York because it's so intense, but um, I was able to kind of be in my own little, like little sacred bubble spot, like around myself and, I felt like I was, like, kind of floating in, like, this little, like, shielded, like, bubble. Which is good. That's That should be how we, you know, walk right. around, especially right now with the intensity of the energies. And you have to remember, like, the we have a lot of lower energies that are, you know, trying to jump on you left and right. So you want to really be in a bubble or protected. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, having 
what people don't realize is like it's having like spiritual warfare. If we're trying to ascend and at the same time there's other lower energies that don't want us to ascend, then that's how wars happen, right? Somebody doesn't want you doing this and you want to do this. So we have a lot of higher energy and we have lower energies and the way that they keep us, they feed off of the lower energy. So they feed off of your negativity. So the more that they can bring up um, trigger and make you feel bad, then it's a great way for them to harvest, we'll say, because it's like harvesting their food, right? It, mm -hmm. It's a great way for them to harvest. But at the same time, if you're in your bubble, it's harder for them to get to you and harder for you to be brought down by the whole collective. Because the collective, you know, we're all having a hard time. Now, not everyone does it at the same time, thank God, or the earth would explode. <laughs> right. You know, if you think about it, if everyone felt horrific at the same time, like to that level, then there would be nothing to hold the planet up. You know, the highest vibration people, the people that have very high vibrations, there's a few that hold up the whole planet, you know, like really high vibration people. Most people don't even know who they are. Like, we wouldn't even know who they were. Right. And we're not going to say, like, who's who, because we don't really know. But it's interesting how there is people that they're vib they vibrate very high, and they're helping to it, hold it, up. Can you explain what that means? Like, the... the their level of vibration is more in a in a love or higher vibration, mm -hmm. and that's where they tend to stay most of the time. Right. Um, the average person is not there yet. Right. So, you know, we would say 99% or more, 99.5% of the people on the planet do not vibrate at that level most of the time. Right. We fluctuate, you know, people fluctuate all over the place. And... If we can bring your vibration down, and that's the thing that we feed off of, and that's why, you know, in, in triggering the purging, you know, it's good for you to get all that out because then you feel clearer and then you could see things, you get a different perspective, so then it's harder to get triggered again on the same stuff to the same level. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you, think about when you got, got triggered by something and you start to recognize it's the same feeling then you don't necessarily take it as, you start to see it as, wow, this is the same thing. Oh, it's trying to show me something. Because that's why I always say ask questions. Like always ask it what it's trying to show you. Right. And then if you start to see the, the pattern in it, the pattern starts to get really cool. Then you get more detective -y. It's like, wow, that's the same feeling. That's the same pattern. And it's bringing up the same stuff. So have you been, because a lot of people are having dreams and they're having dreams because it's easier a lot for people to have them in their dreams. And they'll have like weird situations that they've had in the past. And it's the same. They could see it exactly the same. And they're in the situation. And they're seeing like the stupid thing that they did. Or they listened to somebody. Or they, you know, um, they didn't listen to themselves. Or they felt like they're like, what was I thinking? What was wrong with me? And then they're doing the similar thing now. But they're feeling that and feeling having the same feeling. And they're like, okay. I just had that happen again. And they're showing it to me over and over. So here it keeps coming up. And they start to, if they pay attention to the theme, they'll start with the, I'm having weird dreams. Which I've been also. Then they'll start to put the feelings of the dreams together. Because I'm like, look at the way it makes you feel. What is that dream making you feel about yourself? Because they're all situations or, you know, with um, past relationships or, you know, past, you know, family situations or any kinds of situations with people, whether they be friends or, you know, love relationships, whatever. Um, and they'll be reliving them again. 
And then they go back and they go, oh, it's this feeling. It's this same feeling that keeps coming up over and over. And whatever the feeling is for each person, it's usually your beliefs that's showing you. And it's trying to help you to see that that isn't the truth. You get a different perspective as you're up here to go back and look at it. Number one, you're not the same person. Right. Right? No, you're not the same person no, right now. Not the same person. And those experiences, might you might have needed them if you're trying to overcome stuff so that you can see it's like, wait, I do look at that differently now. Or I do something differently now. Or I trust myself a little bit more. Or right. it helps me to learn to trust myself. That, that's what I've been feeling. I, was, I trust myself a little bit more. Like mm -hmm. I went into a job recently that... Um, they didn't really give me a lot of information. They actually gave me no information other than Yeah, location. they gave you no information that job. I had I didn't even know what my day rate was. No, you're right, they didn't tell you. I knew I literally didn't know anything. I didn't even know who I was working on, what mm. I was doing, what was happening at all. I just nope. knew the time and the place and that I was doing makeup and I didn't even know if I was doing special effects and that was all I knew. Mhm. Mm and I was like, you know what? Which would be very little information for a job. Oh, uh, yeah, because usually it's, like, scheduled, blocked out, like, really... And they tell you who the person is so that you can kind of get an idea of what makeup you're going to need and what their look is and how they look. And yeah. But they gave you nothing. <laughs> it was funny. They gave you absolutely nothing. Yeah. So, and I get the call for this job when I'm in Sedona, and they're like, oh, can you email us this information and blah, blah, blah. They wanted a bunch of stuff from me and then gave me nothing. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> we want your CV and we want you to do the thing and, blah, 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 and all the things. I'm like, great. I am on a cell phone. I have no reception. Let me see if I can look in my email to find something that has my CV in it, and then maybe I'll text it to you. But I don't know. It was a, anyway, whatever. So, um, but going there, ha like, normally I would feel nervous because I'd feel like I was, like, underprepared because, like, I'm very meticulous, you know, like, when I pack my stuff, anything that I'm packing, it's like, I, like, relive the job, like, in my head, and I'm, like, really, like, okay, there's this, and there's that, and there's this, and there's that, and I make sure I have everything. I couldn't do that with this job, so it just forced me to be, like, well, all right. If I don't have it. If I don't have it, that's their fault. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And, um, is that Wallace outside Wallace barking? Wallace is outside, yes. Is that him barking he, yes, like a Looney Tune? Yes, he is. We should probably go get him. So, Because um, I will bet you that sounds like a stuck bark. He's wrapped himself around something. Yeah. Doesn't it? Are you listening to him? It sounds like a stuck yeah. bark. Do you want me to go get him? And no, we'll put it on we'll hold. Pause. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna pause for a minute. A brief intermission. <laughs> yes, a brief intermission. We will be right back. And hopefully wherever we paused it and, and um, it is now it is now um, not overlapping or whatever I'll have to yeah. I'll have to edit or whatever if if that's the case. So back to what were we talking about? Because and now I don't remember. Mm -hmm. See how fast see how fast the memory goes. Yeah. It's like what were we talking Wallace, about? What were we talking about? See how you fast it goes. Messed it up. Now he's sniffing me. Yeah. Well. He's all right. Like, what are we it's talking he, about? Wallace is unconditional love. We're talking about vibrations and that they're the I think we were talking about there's only the couple that vibrate. Oh, that we're talking about the people that vibrate higher yeah. and that there's I think and then we could have been talking about something after that, but um We could have been. But I was we were really, you know, in the process of talking about the clarity. You were talking about the bubble around you. Mm-hmm. And, and being in New York. And being now. in New York. Oh, that and job that I was clear. just on. Yeah. Oh. 
So this is my point. The whole story is um, normally I would doubt myself and I would be nervous going into a situation like that because I I needed my things to feel prepared because mm-hmm. I didn't. Not that I didn't trust myself to do a good job if I didn't have all of my things, but there was just, there's like some weird security about like... Right, knowing that you have everything that you need for a job that you're doing. Yeah, and to not... Not know? For the first time, not know what was going on and have, with a really large caliber job. Yes, that was a big job. Um, I was hence, all the, hence all the secrecy. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even have a call sheet. I know. It's so, funny. um, but I was good. It was great. It was great. Like I went in and had a lot of fun with all the people and, um, legit, they had some logistical errors. So we were getting people like 20 minutes before they needed to be on set when they had already been sitting for an hour in holding and we're like, Oh, good job guys. Right. What you are you know? supposed to do? We only got 20 minutes. We now. got 20 minutes with the ladies here, and you want us to do a full makeup and hair and wardrobe? Good job. <laughs> okay. But and even then, it was just like everyone was so, like, pleasant. And it was fun and um, lots of, like, happy, happy, you know, like, good right. energy and nice. But it just, it was nice to... To feel chill and relaxed. To feel chill and relaxed and to not and feel... And to go in that way. Right, and to go in that way. So I've been... Making a point to, like, check in with myself, being, like, maintain who you are and be calm and don't let your situation, like, shake it. So, that's what we talk about in trying to stay in your balance and groundedness of yourself and not, because the energy itself, right, we were talking about yesterday and how, how anxious it was and today it was anxious also, mm-hmm. and trying to get back to center, Right. From the anxiety, from all the energy that's coming in, and at the same time that's trying to help you. So if we go like, can you be you know, grounded and balanced while you're going through a purge? Well, yes, if you're aware that that's part of the purging, right? right. So yesterday I was crying. Was it yesterday? What the hell's today? Today's Saturday. Thursday and Friday, yesterday and the day before, were very um, emotional. So I felt like there was so uh-huh. much stuff happening, mm-hmm. and... You know, all, all the things were, like, I was getting hit with a bunch of things at the same time and trying to do clients, and 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 it would be like, first I was angry, and then yesterday it was just like, all right, this is way too much. So it was like purging. It's like releasing a bunch of things, and then was crying. And it was a good thing, you know? It was good. Like, I could mm-hmm. see. I was watching. I was paying attention. I sat still, and I was, like, paying attention, looking at the theme of it, and I was looking at everything that I tell you guys to do. I was doing yesterday. And because I do what, you know, and it was, I do what I'm telling you guys to do. And when you do that, you're able to see the theme of it. What are like, the things that are... I was saying, like, you sit, like, here's the purging. You're paying attention to what the feeling is that comes up over and over because it's an old feeling and that's coming up now. And it was all stuff that was, you know, like getting triggered from past stuff, right? So whatever happened years ago was coming up again mm-hmm. as the trigger and then first it made me angry, and then after it made me angry for a, a little bit, then that went to the wow, this is way so much, and let me look at the let me look at the theme of this. What is this trying to show me? What what old thing is this trying to help me to get rid of and to change? And as I sat there with it, and because I was so overwhelmed from the intensity of it and and it coming up, that 
it felt good to cry. I was like, right. it's okay. And another thing that it was able to do was to ask for help. Like, a lot of times when I'd be in that situation, because I'm the one that does everything, mm -hmm. you know, and I tend to not look like there's anything wrong. Right. I handle so much stuff all the time that most people would not know if I'm going through something. Right. And I didn't realize that. It took me a long time because I'd be like, um, have, I'd come home from having surgery. Like, I had some, you know, major surgeries and came home from having surgery and did clients. Right. And they're <laughs> they're like, are you sure you're okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Now, was I in a lot of pain? Yeah. But at the same time, now it's funny because my doctors, because I have a lot of, of dental surgery that they're doing, and my doctors actually do this now. They go, um, do you have clients after this? Because we're not booking in if you do. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll make me go and look in my book. That's funny. And be like, um, yeah, no. They're, and they're like, how do you not get this? And I'm like, well, I don't have another place to put them. And there's another reason. Right. One of the other reasons is because when I'm with a client, a lot of times I'm, you know, all the time, I pick up their energy. And that would actually help me be in less pain because the other person's not in pain. Right. Now, if the client's in pain, then I would feel their pain, but it's usually less than what mine would be. Right. So do you feel my neck falling off right now? I could um, feel your neck falling off because it's stressing mine out, but, <laughs> but it's okay um, because I know, because we were talking about it, and it was doing that yesterday, and right. I saw you when you came in. Bad yesterday, bad. It was it was bad. So we did some healing work, which hopefully helped you sleep and get some get some rest last night mm -hmm. and um, feel a little bit better because it yeah, started to loosen a, up. I had a wacky dream last night. Yeah. I can't exactly remember the storyline, but the, I remember the feeling, and it felt like very scary. And there was like a house that was burning down. Interesting. In the dream. Well, so never, yeah. That's actually that sounds like just feeling it because the house represents yourself. Right. And that may be, like, all the old shit. Like, because if you think about, like, okay, if the house is burning down and a house represents you. Right. Then it would be, like, getting rid of all the old, you know, like, okay, now you, now you, when we talk about, like, what this, what this whole thing that's happening that we've been going through is trying to get rid of all the old, not from just this life, from past lives, like, all the old that's been, we've been guilty about or we feel bad about or that we feel like we did something wrong. And whether we did or not, to be able to learn to forgive ourselves because hurt people hurt people and everyone's hurt. Right. You know, and to start to see people and understand them more and to understand yourself more and to give yourself a little bit more of a break so that you can be better and do better. Because when you don't feel hurt anymore, then you don't hurt anyone. Right. You know, mm -hmm. then it's more you understand them. So the more that you understand how other people work and because you understand how you work, then you can give yourself a little bit of a break. Because we're... We will do that. Like when we're talking about like self-love and how you actually start to do that, I'm like, well, let's just try how we treat other people that we love. Right. Let's try that. And most of the time, if somebody tells you something, you'll tell them, okay, well, it's okay. It's just a mistake. You can fix it. And, you know, things that they can do and go easy on yourself or, you right. know what, you're not feeling well, so get some rest or, you know, you would like, um, you know, maybe you should have somebody make you some, like ask somebody to help you or do, we'll give them all this great advice. When it comes to what we do for ourselves, we don't do any of that. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> so I'm like, just do that. What you would tell somebody else, just try doing that for yourself. 
first, we'll say first steps, right? Because how would we know how to self-love? I'm like, well, I think it's very much the way that we love somebody else. Then just do that for yourself. And right. wouldn't that be... And when people do that, I'm like, so what would you do when somebody else... Because, you know, we're really tough on ourselves. So it's like, so, so what would you do? tough on myself. Right. So what would you tell somebody else if you told them that? And they would... You would say what wait, you would tell I, them. Wait, if I... Wait, if I told them what I tell myself or if I told no, them what I No, if you told I them what the situation normally. was, right? Uh-huh. So if you tell them, here's the situation. Um, this is what happened. Or you feel like you made a mistake or whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. And you, they were telling you this story. So here's your friend telling you that they were, you know, they went, they got there 15 minutes late and they were supposed to pick up this and they forgot it and whatever it was, right? Whatever yeah. the, the situation was. And they were feeling really guilty and bad and, and what would you tell them? Would you tell them, well, you suck, you're a horrible friend. Or would you say, well, you know, what was going on? What, what happened? And they'd say, well, I was so tired from work and I was going to get that and I totally forgot. And I drove by the place and ran into the house and then I was like, I'll pick it up on the way back because I don't have time now. Let me stop home. You know, do then grab my stuff. I'll change my clothes, whatever. And then the next thing I know... It's, um, I'm late, and then I get out the door, and I just head right to the place because I'm running late, and, and totally forget, totally forget to pick up the, the thing, and I get almost 90% there and realize I didn't pick up the thing, and now I'm like, what do I do? And now I'm calling people and being like, so um, I forgot the thing, and everyone's like, it's okay. Yeah, they're like, all right, don't worry about it. You know, or there's a place down the street, you could grab it, Yeah. you know, but what would you tell the person when they're telling you this? I'd be like, oh, that's fine. Is someone else on their way, too, who can get it? Mm-hmm. But if it's you, what would you be telling yourself? So if you're the person that's doing that, what are you saying to yourself in that situation? Be like, oh, wow, I did that again. <laughs> Good you're job, like, self. Right. What an idiot. What the frick? Like, I know I was supposed to be doing this. Usually, this is actually a real-life situation for me with getting gas, mm-hmm. where I'll, like, at nighttime, be too tired to, on my way home, stop and get gas. And then when I get home, when I'm, like, planning my day for the, the next day, You'll I'll forget. forget that I didn't get gas and not give myself the time to go get gas in the morning. And then I'll get in the car and I'll already be, like... You're 15 minutes my late. My 15 minutes late. I'm just like... <gasps> and I have to stop for gas. No! <laughs> so... So then what do you tell yourself? I'm like damn, why didn't I get that yesterday when I was thinking about it? But then I was too tired and didn't want to do it yesterday. Right. So if you're trying to be more self-loving, and what would you say to a friend? That's the point. So if you're like, okay, here's your friend, and they're telling you this story, what would you be saying to them? You'd be like, it's okay. Yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself. You were too tired last night. Mm-hmm. So like, maybe well, write yeah. yourself a note next time. Yeah. So that you, you know, like when Remember. you put your alarm... When you set your alarm, write a note with your alarm that says you got to get gas. gas. <laughs> you know, whatever it is that you need to help you with that. Yeah. But you wouldn't be telling them to beat the fuck out of themselves and to be like, right. um, oh, call yourself an idiot all the time and make sure you like get really upset because you didn't get the gas yesterday and now you're late and now you're stressed and now you're overwhelmed. And it's like, see, look, you could tell them I'm an idiot. 
because I didn't even get gas and I can't even handle that and I'm late and I couldn't get out the door and uh, I don't have, oh, and shit, did I bring that thing? I think I'd have brought that thing. Wait, do I have my call sheet? I think I have my call sheet. Do I have, like, everything that you're thinking now because now you went down that road and every single thing starts popping up about what you probably forgot. <laughs> when right. It, when it's, um, you know, five in the morning and you're trying to, and you're late. Uh-huh. You know, so it's more the idea. So what would you tell them? Would you tell them, you're an effing idiot, and you should have got gas the night before, and what the yes, hell's I wrong would. with you? <laughs> I would. No, you wouldn't. No, I would not. I would not. No, most people wouldn't. They would give their friend a break, and they would talk to them and say, listen, here's some things that you can do, and if you're too tired, you're too tired. It's like sometimes you're too tired. Now, can you push yourself to go get gas? Yeah, if you know you have to get up at 5. and Like, I'll do that sometimes, and I'll be like, you know what, if I don't get gas now, I know how I am in the morning. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not good in the morning, and I have to be somewhere at this time. So, you know what, I'm pushing myself to go get the gas tonight. And I'll do that. Like Most I'm, of the time, right, I'll, I'll do that too. But right. sometimes, but sometimes you just can't. I just can't. So then I have to go, okay, so I have to remember to, that I have to get gas in the morning. So I'll tend to write it in my, in my to-do, mm-hmm. my book. It's like, all right, I have to go. When you said the word to do, I, my brain just went. <laughs> <laughs> the to do list to-do gave list. you the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just it never ends. The never ending to do list. But that even, even that, that thing just keeps growing. And you know what I tend to feel like, like now? Yeah, that ain't going to happen today. Yeah, I do that too. I'm just like, eh. Only because. Only because, honestly, the list keeps growing and I don't have the energy. And that's being kinder. Because normally I'd push myself through. Like, I'm not doing half of the things that I would normally be doing because Same. I can't. Same. And is that okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been telling everyone. Like, if you saw what was happening with your body and all the energy around you, you would be, oh, there's a lot. I'm doing a lot. There's a lot going on and changing. Right. But since we can't see it, then we think we should be doing all the same things or more because time's going by faster and time as we know it has changed. And then we beat ourselves up more. It's like, oh my God, that still didn't get done. I have to. Everybody's feeling the same way. And not luckily, like I said, everyone's not doing it at the same time. So there'll be some people who have more energy this week in your shot. Right. And then next week they won't have it. You know, they'll be shot. And so it evens out, is what I'm saying. Right, right, right. So everyone's behind pretty much about the same. Wait, and talk more about the purging though, because like what, like what are we? Like we're purging all the, the, we're trying to purge all of our old programs and all of our old things that kept proving that that was true. So we learned them, right? So from your zero to seven age is where you learn how you're supposed to be. So whether right. you're supposed to be, um, like like however you learn it, meaning like your family, your society. The, the societal beliefs, the beliefs of your family, the beliefs of the friends that you have, you know, and zero to seven is your main um, place that you are being programmed from. You know, that's that's your main ground that you do it in. Yep. It doesn't mean that you don't get more programs as you're going, but you tend to get the main, your main ones in that um, young age. And your brain is very open at that point. You're in the hypnagogic state, which is where your brain is very open and takes in everything. Little so even sponge brains. Little sponge brains. And that's the part where you don't realize, it, who remembers what the hell they learned from zero to seven and how it went in and how you took it. And each person, you know, is a different person. Right. So 
just because you grew up in the same house doesn't mean you took things the same way as the person that's right. your sister or brother next to you. And they could be a little bit younger or a little bit older than you, and things were going on differently at the time that you were born yeah, versus the time that, that they were born. So all those things went in, and then you continue to do them. So 7 to 15 is the modeling phase. So we model all the things that we learned. And then 15 and beyond, the rest of your life would be the proving phase. So you prove that this why, is the way it works. Why do you think, just out of curiosity, if your brain's not fully developed until you're 25, why do you think that you're proving things starting at 15? Why does that happen? Yeah. Because at that point, we're in a time space, right? So we're in a time space where it, the beliefs are already in there. Your brain mm -hmm. is, is now in the program. So it may not be fully developed, meaning developed in what you think, but the main part is developed right. of your belief program. So that part is developed of how you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to look, how you're supposed to act, what you're supposed to be like. You know, those things are all developed, like meaning the idea that you're a girl and this is how girls act or this is how they're supposed to be, this is how they're supposed to look, this is what what is important. Right, like you wake up and you put your makeup on before you leave the house and you... Whatever, if that's what you learn. No, no, I'm just saying, this, as a girl, like, mm -hmm. being, like, in a household that a person wears makeup, you know what I mean? Like, a makeup household. Yeah. Um, like, for me, when I was little, I would see you put makeup on. Yeah. So I'd, like, be watching you and be like, oh, makeup, you know, it's fun. And I would see grandma do makeup. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so we're, like, I come from a household where women wear makeup. Um, whereas, like, some other friends of mine are very, very natural, and their parents don't wear makeup. Parents. <laughs> Either one of their parents. <laughs> Neither. Um, uh, but you know what I mean? But it's like, but you know. But that's what I mean. Yeah. So because that's the way that I grew up, that was more normal to me that you, mm -hmm. you know, did your hair and you put your makeup on and you get dressed yep. and then you go out. Yep. It was harder to feel like you were put together right. to not do that because yeah. that's what I watched as how you went out the door. Right. So it took a while to actually ever go out the door and not do that first. Right. Yeah, because I always, like, like I, it's, like, just part of your getting ready process is just, like, up oh, a little mascara, a little blush, you know, like, just throw my face on really quick. It takes you five seconds. It's just, like, part of it, you know? And for me, I'm just, like, in the car, and I have, like, my makeup bag, which consists of, like, three things. And I'm just, like, on a good day putting, like, a little mascara on. I'm, like, I hope. I don't have to look at myself. I hope that to look at me doesn't mind. <laughs> but the idea that that that's something that you learned. You right. don't have to put makeup no, on. No, no, no. Does it look like I have any on? I can't tell. That's because there's not much on there. <laughs> yeah. But I can't tell. But, but but that's my point though. It's just funny to like But that's just one of the things, that's right? An example, so yeah. so if we use that example and I go, okay, so for me to go out the house, right, then I would have my makeup on and usually my hair done um, or some form of it done. So that's where even if I was sick, I would do that. Yeah. So nobody, and I just remembered recently somebody saying to me, I was so sick, like I was saying how sick I was, and you guys were texting and, and calling me, and I was saying how sick I was, and no one's answering me, and we think we talked about it last time. Yeah. And then the person, I remember the person saying to me like a few years ago, how would anyone know you're sick? You look the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Well, you do the same things, and you look the same. Right. So if, when you say you're sick, it's hard, because I'd be curled up in a ball somewhere, 
um, where most people are, right. laying down and they can't move, and they don't have their hair done, they don't have their makeup on, and they're not dressed, and they're usually in their pajamas, and they're usually laying in bed, and they're usually, and I'm like, oh, I could see your point, which would then make me feel like people didn't care. It's like, how, like, how can you see, like, uh, how could you not see, like, if you look at my eyes, you can see how sick I am. They're like, um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. But that's the expectation, right? Yeah. I'm doing all these things thinking that everyone could see, but I'm pushing myself through all them because I have to get this stuff done, regardless of whether I'm sick or not. And doing all the things I would normally do, how in God's name would anyone know how sick I am? Yeah, that's true. Even if I was, you know, picking you guys up from school and had a migraine and throwing up out the door, because with migraines and driving, I have one hand over my eye with an ice pack. Now, you could tell how sick I am then. Right. That one's a little bit different, right? So when you guys got in the car and you saw an ice pack over my eye and we'd have to pull over and I'd have to throw up, that would be something you could be like, wow, she's not feeling well. Right. But I still usually had some form of makeup on. Right. Yeah. Which makes no sense at all as far as I'm concerned now. that's part of your outfit. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there was days where I couldn't do that because because the migraines were so bad. Right. But the fact that I would do that even if they were bad sometimes is pretty insane because I would do things and nobody would know. How would it look to me? It would look like nobody cared. Right. I'm doing all these things. And you're not telling anyone and we expect them to know, which we were talking about last time. Like, are we just proving that people don't care? We were talking about this. So the purging stuff is that, right? So it's like all that stuff coming up. I did that. That's the stuff that's purging. It's like, no, I, how would people know if I didn't say anything and I'm proving that? And however I learned that as a kid, watching my mother do it, right? right. And that's like what push, women do. Push through. You push through, right? So we come from a household where people, you know, tend to work hard. We work hard in this house. Right. Like, we work, like, way too many hours. Right. We don't know the meaning of, we don't know the meaning like of not working. Like, if you think about every person in our family, how many hours does each individual work compared to other people that we know? And uh, Probably double. Yes. I'm not even kidding. Double. Like, yeah. a normal day for me um, is on set is, like, 12 hours, and people are like, Wow. Are you, or how are you doing? I'm like, eh, it's normal. It's pretty good. Feeling regular. <laughs> yeah, feeling regular. Um, and a normal day for me is probably at least 12 hours, if yeah. not more. Yeah. Especially because I work at home, which means I'm always working. Right. Well, I'm yeah, always when, working on something. When you are your own boss, employer, mm-hmm. um, it is hard to turn off work at times. It is. Yeah. But that's, and that's an interesting why is, being that, right, on top of having that mentality, because even when I have usually always worked for myself, but when I worked for other people, I tended to also work way more right. hours. Exactly. Yeah. Like, because it, this is like... Um, but that, that's learned. Right. That's However learned we learned it, we learned it. Right. And there's also a thing about if you're not doing that, then you're not a good person. Right. Yeah. Then you're being lazy. Right. You're being lazy. Yeah. So when I would watch people, and you would do this too, when we would watch people... And it wasn't so much, um, it wasn't so much, it was the thing that you learned that that's what you were supposed to do. So when you would watch them and go like, wow, well, no wonder why those people are so lazy. They're not doing anything. What are they doing? Right. Not realizing that, that, like, I've had to give so many clients that talk about you need downtime. Right. 
I'm telling them that. And because they would think that they were lazy and 99% of them were not. Right. They actually were working way more than they should have been. But to them, however, they learned it like we did. It would feel lazy if they sat down. Right. So it would be interesting to say, well, no, you're not lazy. Here, look at what you do. Right. And then when they saw it, they're like, oh, my God. Oh, then why do I feel so bad when I sit down? It's the way we learned it. Mm-hmm. It's the way absolutely. Yeah, that program can um, can go. And it's going. Like, it's going because if you noticed, you're doing way more of the, you know, not, I can't do half the things and I'm like, okay with it. Oh, I physically can't do it. That's what I mean. I physically can't right now. Yeah. So that's the part where, that's the part where, because I'm so, like, the exhaustion level is so high. Exhaustion level and my body's screaming at me now. (laughs) The pain levels are high, you know, ascension, and then you had the car accident, which, Mm -hmm. you know, you have ribs popping out that should be in places where they belong instead of out where they don't belong. Yep. And, you know, which is causing all kinds of extra pains. And then we have the ascension pains on top of it. And what you have is an injury that is going to slow you down regardless because you have to take the time to heal. Right. Like it's trying to teach you. It's trying to teach you as sucky as it is that you had to have an injury and somebody hit you. um, But you have to take the time to heal. Right. It's also making me take a lot longer to do clients. Yeah, because you can't, you keep dropping things out of your hand, you said. Yeah. Well, you so said but that you're that you're when you're trying to move your arm, you're you can't because your shoulder. Right. Yeah. So all, there's all these like weird little like time limit things that are like starting to happen. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I have to schedule myself differently now, and I'm still quite not used to it yet. So then it it makes me feel like a little stressed. So wouldn't you say that's part of purging? Right. Like meaning purging means that we're letting go of old things Mm -hmm. and then working on new things, right? right? Because once you let go of the old stuff, the old stuff of this is the way it's supposed to be, this is how I'm Mm -hmm. supposed to do it. And then you see it and the purging is the old stuff that we thought we did wrong. You know, like all the mistakes we made. We're here to make mistakes. Like we're here to actually learn. How would you learn? Well, if you did everything right and whatever that is, I don't even know. There's no right or wrong. But, you know, there's a a right or wrong inside us. And I mean, that's why a lot of times I'll talk about the, um, if we came from a place of our heart and love, then the wrong that we would be doing would be so minor. It's not like we'd be doing anything that would be crazy wrong because we're talking about morals. Right, because you wouldn't be hurting. Right, you wouldn't be hurting someone. Right, you wouldn't be hurting someone. And if you have to, and if you have to tell somebody the truth and the truth is something that that you would be saying it in a way because you're not trying to hurt somebody, but sometimes that hurts people's feelings because... That's their fault. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, yeah. I'm joking. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's things that, that yes, you have to say to somebody that um, may hurt their feelings, but you wouldn't be saying it to try to hurt their feelings. Right. You're, yeah, there's a difference between, like, saying something... To hurt somebody because yeah. you feel hurt right. and versus saying something that may hurt someone's feelings, but you need to let them know how you're feeling. Right. Which is totally... Those are different things. But when you're talking about purging and trying to purge all of the old stuff and see it and see the theme in the program that's been playing forever and that you're not supposed to do this and you screwed it up and see what was wrong with you, how stupid of you, and you're now doing the same thing, it's easier for you to see the theme. It's easier to see how it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't even make logical sense. It's like, why am I being... like? First of all, I'm not the same person. Secondly, I've learned a lot of things. And if I didn't go through that, 
and maybe I wouldn't be doing this, or maybe I wouldn't have learned that. Right. Like, those are important. And also to then forgive. Like, if you feel like you did something really wrong, to forgive yourself and the other person. Because we put ourselves in situations to help us to learn. You know, there's a lot of things that we came here to overcome and learn and that are part of our karmic debt that we're paying. So if we don't do that, then how are we supposed to overcome them and learn how to forgive? Because forgiveness is one of the biggest things to self-love, forgiveness of self and others. And people can do things to hurt you, and it doesn't mean that you have to take it the same way. You know what I mean? Like you can... In you mean if someone does something because they're like, oh, this person, I want to be mean and do this thing to them and then you could be like not even notice that they did the thing right you like don't give it any energy and like it diffuses the whole thing right because people yeah. you know can be pissed off and hurt and angry and right. say something to you but it doesn't mean it has to affect you right because they're just saying some wacky thing because they're talking from like an anger place right from their hurt place right because usually hurt people hurt people so that's how when we fight we tend to say things that we don't right. mean but if you're not in that place and you're coming from heart you see oh they're having a moment all right and it's okay they're having a moment yeah let them have their moment right and, and if you're not taking it we don't tend to take that so seriously and personal and if it's not hitting something in you that helps you to see that you cleared that right 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 that makes perfect sense exactly yeah. you know if it's still bothering you when someone says something then we didn't clear it yet right like if you feel like you need to like talk back and like you know, uh, like, it really hit if that. If you need to, like, defend yourself, then clearly, like... Yeah, because I always said it for years. If you're defending yourself, then you're just proving your belief. Right. <laughs> you're just proving whatever you believe about yourself. Like, yeah. see, I am fucked up because I'm defending. And so I just went, like, well, I, yeah, I did make a mistake. Right. You know, or or I have a totally different um, belief than you. Um, whatever it is, because sometimes it is different and people think that you're doing it wrong, like... Like, I was being a perfectionist, so if you clean the kitchen the way I didn't want you to clean it, it wasn't clean. Right. So then I'd be yelling at you, like, right, you didn't right, do it right. right. <laughs> she, when, I, when I was little, she didn't like that I folded the towels in fourth. She had the, needed them in thirds. Yes. So she'd be like, you folded them wrong. <laughs> I'd be like, well, they're folded, aren't they? Uh-uh. They had to all be refolded. All in thirds. All in thirds. That's <laughs> they have to be fold. in thirds. How do I fold towels now in thirds? Right. But that's that's... <laughs> That's why it's funny, right? Because that was my perfectionist thing. How I got to, because... Um, that's grandma's fault, maybe. No, she didn't fold in thirds. I don't know where I got that from. Yeah. But it was, however... They just fit better in the cabinet. Right. I, however I saw it, that it seemed to fit better in the cabinet to me. That yeah. That's how it happened. Um, I don't even remember where I got it from. Uh-huh. But that was like, no, that's the way it has to be. Right. Now, it doesn't have to be that way, but that's the way I needed it to be so I could feel not stressed because I had to control everything because I felt so out of control. Right. And this so, is why I need my bed made all the time. Which are, you know, when we let go of the control, mm-hmm. right, and realize that, that we really don't have control so of very So are messy much. people doing a better job at controlling their lives? Not necessarily. Because it's, like, visually, like, because you don't, you know what I mean? It's, like, if someone's having, like, a like a out-of-control problem, they, like, take it out on, like, their environment, and they're just, like, I must only have my room this way and this no is sometimes messy people sometimes messy people it's another way for them to prove that they have no control and that they're not organized right yeah but i'm just but saying some so people, it's like the pendulum though because it's like right, some people because it's like because if my room is messy i'm just like well this is really aggravating because i feel really discombobulated and i can't find my things and i don't like it and i feel like i can't relax and 
then um, other people, like, if they have their clothes scattered around, they're just like, oh, crap, I gotta do laundry soon. Right, it doesn't seem to phase them. Yeah, it doesn't phase them. I'm just like, how is this not bothering you? Yeah. And that's the difference. It's like, but that doesn't mean that they don't have a control thing somewhere else. Right. You know, because a lot of times that may not be the one that triggers us. Right. It's another thing. So it's like, it might be their car. It might be them getting to work on time and getting to work on time is a thing, but they overstress about getting to work on time or the way that they do a certain thing that it has to be like, we're all trying to control something because we have no idea what's going to happen. Right. We don't. It's not like, it's not like we have um, here, if we got a handbook that said, this is how your life is going to go, you would sit back and relax and basically enjoy it or basically go like, oh, I don't like page three. We better change that, you know, and try to rewrite. Right. Which we should be write, rewriting in our beliefs so that we can create something different. But we don't have that script. We don't know. We're creating as we go, and we're getting programmed before we ever know. We're old enough to realize that it's a program. So as it's going along, you basically start to feel like you have no control because things happen. And then you go, well, that was horrible. That scarred me okay, how do I not have that happen? Because I never know what's going to happen. And we talked about that with your PTSD and, you know, like we never know what's going to happen. Right. And I'm now I'm nervous again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gee, I don't know why that's what a car accident happened. And it happened similar, not on the same, you know, but hitting, getting hit from behind. We were hit from behind before. Yeah. Although this one I saw. Right. I have to see this one. For a second. For a quick second. Which, you know, is in some ways sears in your mind that you could do nothing. You have no control. Well, that was actually a good thing, though, because every other thing that, like, anytime I've had, like, a... Yeah, you never saw it coming. ...weird thing happen, like, it's always been a surprise. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't like that. Like, if I, like, can prepare myself... So, it helps you to just have that second to feel like you knew what was happening. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that weird? Is that they're weird? It's like this weird thing about just needing to the know. prep. The prep is like, so if I have. But that told you something though, when you think about like you not having all the information that you needed and still feeling comfortable and confident. Right. So there was something in that that if we look at like that's a new thing. That is like a very new thing. That you're starting to feel more confident in yourself. Right. In in your connection and knowing that that it's going to be fine regardless. Yeah. Like, regardless of what happens, it's still going to be What's okay. What's the worst case scenario? They fire me and have to go pay for someone else to come work for them. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. But, I you mean, know what I'm saying? I mean, also do that if you want, but out then, you know? Right. But that's what I mean. Like, okay, so, and... <laughs> yeah, and then next. Okay, good. Next job. But I don't want to be here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But the idea is that that would not normally be the way that you would go in. And that's right, you're I know, very yeah, professional. Yeah. And, and it's not like you weren't being professional. It was the idea that professional means you should be stressed out and have every little thing down to and know every single thing. And you can't know all of them. Right. So, but yes, most of the time, but they gave you a test to see how you would do. And you passed it with flying colors. Meaning Good. like you were actually chill. Mm-hmm. And you were like, okay, this is all the information I got. This is what I will bring. And I can't bring any more than this, or I don't want to bring any more than this, or this is what I think I'll need, or however you did it. Right. But you didn't have the same stress that you would normally have over something that you didn't know. Right. Exactly. That's important because it's like, 
we don't know most things. We're having stress over things we don't know. Oh, yeah. I've, I, and I catch myself doing this. I'll be in my head, and I'm not at where I'm going yet. And I'm, repl- and I'm like, playing in my head how I think the day will go. I'm like, I didn't even do the day. Why am I doing that? Like, let me be in my moment where I'm in my car with my music here so I can enjoy this because in a minute I'm not going to be here. Why am I already in my head at work already? Right. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be at work all day. <laughs> I'll do that all day. Let me be in my car while I'm in the car. Which would be enjoying the music and the fun of, right. you know, doing that. And sometimes it's hard to do that. So then you got to remind yourself. It's like, like get, me, get me back here. Right. I'm here right now. Right. And I'm trying to, if I'm going to plan my day, then I should be setting an intention for how my day is going to go. Then let it go and be in the moment. Right. And, but... There's lots of things that it's hard to do that with as we're learning to do it, right? So we're in the process of, let me remind myself. So that's where the awareness always comes in when we talk about awareness. It's like, oh, what am I doing? All right, that's not helping. And it's kind of like asking the question, is that helping me or not helping me? Is that working for me or against me? Right. And when you start to get, like, that's why I say, always say, ask yourself questions. Because when you do, you get more awareness about things that you're doing. Because we do so many things unconsciously. We do. Our routines that we do, there's no reason other than we made them up from however we saw them or however we thought they should be or did the opposite of what we saw because we didn't like it. Right. Well, because I've noticed, too, So being going back really quick to Sedona, when I was there, I woke up very, very early um, and would on purpose go to the vortex before all the other people were there. So I was climbing when it was cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that big of a, like, I did, like, we have, we were lucky and we're on a resort that had the, the littlest one, so it only took 15 minutes to walk up to it. You're right. Um, so I could quickly, like, shoot out there to, like, go walk up to the little space and just, like, sit and be, be. Um, but just taking the time in the morning to do that and to be still and to, like, set myself up and to, like, do the intention and then come back down and, and then go to breakfast is something I would never do here. Not that I don't want to. So then what does that tell you that you should probably do? That. Mm-hmm. I should go take go take a minute, like 15 minutes, and that I could give myself and just do that. Because right. like and go sit outside in the rock or sit, something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like it, took, it took me literally 15 minutes from our hotel to walk to where the vortex is, you know, where the places that you can sit. And then go hug a tree. Like, you could yeah. sit. Like, there's a nice area. Five, so five seconds. So easy. Change the whole day. Right. And those are the things. It's like, what do I need? You mm-hmm. know? It's like, and how am I sabotaging myself? Because we're doing it, and there's things that we can do that are simple. Yep. And make it better. Right. And it's like getting up. If I get up a half an hour earlier. And have some reflection. Right. If I got up a half an hour earlier, my day would probably be smoother absolutely because you would have time to do that and Mm -hmm. if you just went outside and just did that and started your day like that and set your intentions and then came in and did your Mm -hmm. stuff because you saw the the difference oh yeah huge difference so just in doing that it's like okay so why didn't i come back and do that so now it's a way for you to be like okay that's what i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. you know and even if you can't do it every day that you do it you know you start doing it more than Never. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You yeah. don't need to be a way to do it, right? Right. Or even at bedtime, just instead of being like, oh, my God, I'm rushing. Blah, 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 
oh, you know, take a minute and just, like, let me, like, get into my bed and just, like, be for right. a second. Because I always have to meditate before I go to sleep, and I tend to stay in bed a few minutes more. That's why I wake up, early, like, way earlier than I need to for mm-hmm. getting ready, because I can't just do that. You're good at That's the one thing I did not learn from you. <laughs> well, that's because I didn't do it when you were little. I did it after. Uh, I had to learn it. Uh, because it was... As I was getting more channels and, you know, stuff, it was stuff I had to learn after. It wasn't a, it wasn't a thing that I actually did before that I would be rushing all the time. Oh, gotcha, yeah, because I get up an hour before I have to leave from for somewhere. Right, and I would get up earlier than that because I had a bunch of more things to do, right? Because I had to get you ready and this one ready and that one ready, you know, like a bunch of stuff and mm-hmm. laundry and whatever. But you would always see me rushing. You would always uh, see me rushing. I don't remember that. Because I didn't wake you up. Right. I'd be rushing. I was sleeping still. Yeah, you would be <laughs> sleeping still. I'd be rushing, getting all the things together. Then I'd get you up, and we'd be d- doing breakfast and out the door. And, it, it, you know, so it would be, you would see me rushing. So that's probably where you got that from, because I would be rushing. So everyone in this purging, just look at the theme. Like, see that you're, like, well, a lot of stuff is going to be coming up, and it's coming up to help you get some clarity. It's coming up to help you to see, like, this is old. This is a pattern that I learned. This doesn't mean that it's true. It means that this is how I learned to see the world, and this is what it makes me feel about myself when I did these things. Is that truth? Meaning, like, am I stupid because I did stupid things? No, that's part of learning. We all do stupid things. Otherwise, why would we be here? Right. How are we supposed to learn? And are they really stupid, or are they just part of learning? And some of them are stupid because we should know better, meaning the idea that that's what we say. Well, we should know better. But it takes a long time to learn a lesson. Like, we're not on awareness. That's why awareness is so helpful. If you stop and look at what you're doing and slow down, and slow down is one of the main things so that you can get awareness. Right. Slow down, reflection, ask questions. Ask yourself questions. Like, how does that really make me feel about myself? What's the theme? Is this the same feeling that I keep having over and over? And when you say that, like I've said it before on one of the other podcasts or two or three of them, you have to do it more than one time. So if that makes me feel like, I'm an idiot, then you got to keep going. You know, it's like, that made me feel mad. Okay? What did that, what did making you feel mad make you feel about yourself? Well, that made me feel stupid because I shouldn't have done, like, it may take three or four times to get down to the real belief, but you'll start to see that it's a theme over and over. And know that we have a full moon in two days. (coughs) Today's the equinox, and this probably won't go out. I'm going to try to get it up for tomorrow. But, um, haha, that was funny. <laughs> I'm going to try to get it up for tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to try to put the podcast up tomorrow. Um, try. So that, he had, is um, it a try or do? I'm going to, to, hopefully, I can't promise, but I'm going to work on it um, so that it's up for the full moon. But set your intentions, too, and remember that these are all endings for new beginnings because when we have an ending, that means something new begins. It doesn't mean that's over. It means something new begins. So endings mean new beginnings, means new you, new self, new way to look at things, new perspectives, new dreams. So during the full moon, you know, set your intentions. That's a good time also, just like new moons. Most of the time you are letting go of stuff. So it's like, what do you want to let go of, you know, in the full moon? What do you want to get rid of? And at the same time, you can set your intentions on what you're trying to create. What's new? What's the thing that you want to bring in? What's the new things? And go easy on yourselves. Like, remember, we're all having this. We're all doing this. And if we all do it together and we're all kinder to each other and knowing that, that we're all going through this ascension and everyone's doing it differently because each one's an individual, 
that we might be a little bit nicer to each other and especially ourselves. So treat yourself with kindness and some love and treat yourself like you would treat somebody else that you really care about mm-hmm. and give them, a, you know, that you give them a little space and take some downtime. Do some extra meditation. Keep yourself protected. We have a lot of lower energies that are trying to keep you in a negative place. And at the same time, we're purging. So there is some negativity that's coming up. It's good. Let it come up. Sit it. You can't heal it until you reveal it. Mm-hmm. You know, I yep. always say it to people. It's hard to heal unless you reveal. So you got to let it. Stop trying to hold everything in. It's okay. It's actually important. And we've been taught you're supposed to hold stuff in. Now's the time to realize that that makes no sense. It makes you sick physically, mentally, emotionally. And the last place it comes out is physical. Okay, so at this point, we're going to say... Toodles. Toodles, except for, I forgot to say, um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, mylana underscore inspired. And we are on iTunes and um, SoundCloud. And I now post these on YouTube if you want to go check them out there. Um, share them with people so more people can uh, hear us, please. Yes, share them with people and like and subscribe. Right, because you because already know where we are because you're listening. So just share it to new people. Right, so then because it's so important for people to understand it. And I hear people, you know, clients, a lot of clients will listen. And they're saying, they say, thank you for doing that. Because we do this for them. I, this takes a lot of time and extra energy for us to do yes. this. It's not, it's not, um, it's extra work that, that we do because we are trying to help more people to understand right. what's going on and to just give them like a, like more of a daily thing about the way the energy feels and what we're going through and what I'm seeing with a lot of people so that they understand. You know, there's a lot more going on than just what we talk about, but we'll talk about different topics. And that's why we always say it's like so important because you don't feel like you're so alone because on this right. journey, it feels very alone right now and can feel very lonely when you're feeling all these things and it sounds like you're crazy when you're not crazy. Right. So like us, share us, subscribe, um, and we will talk to you. We will try to talk to you in the, uh, the regular time because we're trying to you know stay on center time. But like everything else, we're a little bit behind. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you guys chill, relax, take extra breaths, lots of meditation, and now how? Toodles. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.